0: Anime Pulse Episode 565 joined by Andrew Chan. Yep, aye aye. Yes, and uh, this week may be a bit of a an awkward episode. Uh, you may think, oh, they're into reviews, like totally just gonna be that. Well, you'd almost be right because I would have had a review this week, but unfortunately reality struck yesterday.
1: Mm-hmm. As it certainly yeah. does. Mm-hmm. Yes. But... We keep moving along. You know, we take things in our stride. Yes. Speaking of moving along, let's move along into our RL news.
0: Nice. Good segue. Yes, I know. I might as well just put on the helmet right now and hop on that little scooter. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Uh, Well, this week, for me, it's uh, been... A whole lot of build-up because I'm on vacation, technically. Uh, this is day two of my vacation, while still the weekend, yes, because uh, it is Sunday. We always record on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I am off Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Woo! Party! Yep. And it's all paid time off, too, because Monday and Tuesday I took off because tomorrow I'm seeing the old dentist I'm getting my teeth clean, nice and shiny, getting all those stains and spots removed, those little little nuggets that just won't come off because my teeth are clean. And every time I go to the dentist, they're always like, you got no plaque, good clean, but you got stains like a 50-year-old. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's because I drink a lot of tea and coffee yeah, and other can- stuff.
1: Yeah, I get the same sort of thing. The other thing I also get comment on is about flossing. It's like, oh, you brush really well, but your flossing isn't very good. Like,
0: I never floss. I, know. I think oh, flossing's yeah. just because like, the dentist is like, ah, his gums are bleeding. He must not floss because they must, you know, they're not being constantly torn up by floss as it gets stuck in your tooth as it first is going in and then it, like, catches and then it lets go and it slams into <sighs> your gums, causing them to bleed. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you have to deal with that copper taste for the next... 20 minutes
1: yeah it's so much extra work too
0: yes and i don't do that i brush my teeth i brush my tongue i gargle with mouthwash but i don't floss mm-hmm. i don't Fair think enough. i've ever flossed regularly as a kid as a young adult or now I never have flossed, and my teeth are fine. They're crooked and jagged as fuck, but hey, that's just because my mouth has too many teeth. I'm like a shark that hasn't gotten rid of its teeth.
1: All right, I see, I see.
0: Yep, all just packed in there. My wisdom teeth are coming through, and apparently they're impacted, but they're not causing me any pain, so... Huzzah?
1: Yeah, that's good. I mean, like, I've heard of uh, quite a few cases where people have to have extractions because of wisdom teeth, so that's good.
0: Yeah, I think when I go in this time, they're actually taking x-rays because they wanted to see how far along the wisdom teeth are because they're already coming through my gums. And um, they're like, well, if they're bad enough, we should probably take them out. I'm like, yeah, unless there's pain, I'm not taking them out.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Okay, okay. You just kind of got to wait and see because sometimes when they come out, they can actually damage the teeth that surround them depending on how they come through the gum. So, Mm, we'll see what happens.
0: True. But if there's no pain, I don't care if they crushed the other teeth. If wow. I don't feel nothing, whatever. <laughs> All right, <laughs> fair enough. I could look like a hillbilly from Harderball, <laughs> but uh, I, I, as long as I, you know, am not in any pain, whatever, I don't care.
1: Hmm. What? Are, but the the resulting possible extraction could be very painful, though.
0: Yes, it? that's the whole thing. I'm not also looking forward to is if I do have to get them taken out. Getting your hmm. wisdom teeth taken out apparently is an extremely painful and tediously long process where it's like, oh okay, your wisdom teeth are out, now you just have to recover for the next two months.
1: Yeah, it can be. It can be having a tooth removed. It's never it's never usually a pleasant ordeal. So. There's yeah. a reason people don't like their dentists. <laughs> Well,
0: I'll love my dentist yesterday while they're cleaning my teeth. I do like when they get rid of those stains and I can go home all sparkly teeth shining. Mm -hmm. Uh, I also plan to clean my car tomorrow because uh, going on route, uh, country route 67, uh, taking the back road as it were to work, I see a lot of bugs. Like a lot of bugs. And right now the front of my car looks like I have massacred... So many. So many mosquitoes.
1: <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate it when they get in your windscreen and there's just so many of them. Mm-hmm.
0: Luckily, my windshield hasn't seen too much action. It's just the front of my car.
1: Okay. Like the okay. Uh, the grill yeah, yeah, yeah. of
0: the car. Yeah.
1: Alright, that's not so bad, I think. Because you don't have to constantly look at it while you're driving, so it's not so bad. True.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, I saved a life on Friday... Oh, that's big. Yes, so as I was taking the back roads, and I almost lost fingers because of this too, I was following this car who was going very slow in a 45-mile zone. I think they're going 20 miles an hour. And all of a sudden, they swerve wildly in front of me. And I do the same thing because in the road crossing it is a turtle. Oh. Yes, a big honking turtle is crossing the road. And I'm like getting these flashbacks of this turtle that was crossing the Vestal Parkway back when I lived in Vestal, got hit by a woman driving her car like she swerved into it. Turtle went flying, its shell was cracked, my dad and I took it to the vet and it had to be put down. So I was like, not again! I shall save this turtle! White Knight Power Activate! (laughs) And I pulled over, I got out of my car, and I get up to the turtle. It's a snapping turtle. Oh. It's a big fucking snapping turtle and it was not happy I was anywhere near it. And I was like, Steve, Irwin, give me power. And I went in for the back. I grabbed it by the hind of the co- of the shell and I carried that little fucker across or big fucker across the uh across the road to the other side as it was going and it was snipping at my hands like I I I I'm freaky. Yeah.
1: I said, "God a what?"
0: Exactly. And I got it over there. I put it down. It took a couple more biting swipes at my fingers as I was pulling away. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "You better thank me in your next life when you become a human turtle."
1: <laughs> when you become a teenage mutant ninja turtle, when you when you eat that ooze and become humanoid, you better remember me.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, when you become wrath, because. They had to get, uh, do away with the uh, Red Turtle's name of... What was his name before? It was like...
1: Raphael. 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 But now they just Wait.
0: call him Wrath.
1: Is that... Yeah, but I thought it's just short for Raphael, right? It's just his nickname. Sort of no, thing. they used it's to like, just call him Raphael. Because it's Leonardo, but they just sometimes just shown it to Leo. Or Leonardo.
0: Yeah, but like Wrath, they're always implying it's like... You know, like, oh, he's the big bulky one. He does the damage.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. He's He's the broody one. He always disagrees with Leonardo because he wants to be like the leader type, but the other ones are the real leader. Leonardo's the real leader. Yeah. But in any case,
0: I saved that turtle's life, ran across the road to save it and put it to the other side because I knew those were doing. And I probably saved the lives of other turtles because as I looked up later, because I was interested in learning more about snapping turtles at that point um, and learned how dangerous what I did was because my fingers very well could have been mangled and torn apart by the snapping turtle. Um, Yep. But I knew better because Steve Irwin taught me how to grab a snapping turtle.
1: Oh. I can't imagine that it could run at you very fast or anything.
0: No, it can't do that, but it's very strong. So, like, when I picked it up, it's all of its legs started, like, lifting up. And, like, the whole thing was, like, almost out of my grip when I was grabbing it. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah, I was wearing gloves, though. So, my driver's okay. gloves, which I cleaned later because that thing was muddy. Um, okay, but yeah, you if you fixed. grab it by the back towards its hind legs under the shell, where there's like gaps under it, mm-hmm. it yeah. can't reach your fingers.
1: Okay, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Also, topical in the same sort of vein if anybody on this site happens to come across a honey badger, the best place to grab that animal is, did you know, by the back of the head? Because it has, like, a very loose skin, so if you grab it anywhere else in the body, it can actually, like, twist around and still bite you. But if you grab it from the back of the head, it actually can't, so there you go. If you encounter a honey badger, that's how you deal with it.
2: Well, if
0: you counter a honey badger, you might as well just run. You that's know, true. has told anyone anything is that the best plan of action to do when you encounter a honey badger is to just run away. Honey badger yeah. will chase you, yes, but... You know, if you just run away, eventually it'll just give up. It'll just be like, you know what, it's not worth it. I'm just gonna go back to looking for honey. It,
1: it has few fucks to give. It doesn't have any time to be chasing you know Yeah,
0: chasing down humans and whatnot. Unless yeah. it's really bored and it's like, you know what? I'm gonna turn your leg into my meal today.
1: Yeah. In which yeah, case yeah. you're fucked. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like it's just in your general animal test. If you have no other choice and you have to try and grab it, grab it by the back of the head. It's the similar sort of advice as like, you know, you, there's all these other extra tips where it's like, okay, if you're going to encounter like an alligator, think of an alligator as like a t- an army tank. You know how it has the caterpillar tracks. An alligator can surprisingly run quite fast and might be able to catch up with you, but it has very shit turning power like a, like a tank. So it's, it has to have Yeah yeah so if you run a zigzag, it can't actually like turn properly to keep up with you, so just run in a zigzag and then it will just like, turn like a tank, move forward, turn like a tank, move forward, and that's how you avoid an alligator you know there's all oh, these I think
0: things. Mythbusters disproved yeah. that because the alligator oh, really? will just continue running forward what um, oh yeah, and it it's smart enough where it's like, I know you're going to like go across the other way, so I'm just gonna come after you oh really? like just by running straight.
2: Oh.
1: So
0: Mythbusters disproved the whole serpentine oh, thing. Yep.
1: Oh, shit. I'm glad you told me here. Not that I'm going to encounter an alligator at any point in time, but, you know. <laughs> well, there you go. Thank you. You may have saved a life there.
0: Yeah, as, uh, Andrew was about to do his crocodile Dundee yeah, um, yeah.
1: run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just about to head for my safari run next week, but, uh, you know. This is good to know. Wait, did they lie? Is the other thing about lie? You know, the one about, like, if you get bitten, like, put your thumb towards its eye and it'll let go? No,
0: the whole thing about that is actually kind of true. Um, oh, I mean, true. they didn't test the uh, per se, but people who have been bitten by sharks, so well, I imagine crocodiles kind of like the same. If you thumb out their eyes, like if you jam your fingers in their eyes, they will let go.
1: Oh, okay. Well, there we go then. Fantastic. At least there's one one. Though, having said that, if you are in a case where you're already bitten by an alligator, you're probably already fucked because they can either death roll you but even if you survive the bite, the um, various amounts of bacteria in their fangs will finish you off for good. So,
0: Yeah, I was uh, watching yeah. a video recently where apparently in Florida, there was this uh, Pomeranian that oh, yeah. would harass an alligator and chase it back into the water for the past, I think it was like, I think he said 12 years. Wow. Something like that. And uh, finally, the alligator had enough of its shit. <laughs> and in this one instance where it, it almost became a tourist attraction to see this dog chase the alligator into the into the oh, water
2: no alligator
0: was way. like fuck you dog it grabbed the dog with it's oh, jaws and pulled it no. into the water and that dog was it's breakfast oh, and then the owner was sad. like I mean, oh by the way your dog was your dog was just eating he's like yeah so <sighs> uh, that you know was expected to happen I'm, I'm surprised she got away with it for this long
1: yeah that's so it's totally like, sad. oh, well,
0: dog is dead and crocodile did what a crocodile will do. They do or alligator.
1: yeah, Alligator, crocodile.
0: Is, yeah. it, is it a crocodile or is it an alligator in Florida?
1: It depends if it has a French. If it has the French thing, it's a crocod, an alligator. But if it has no French, it's a crocodile. Okay.
0: Should be an alligator. Right. Alligator. Still, so, it
1: doesn't matter. They all taste like chicken regardless. They all end up in... I
0: have had alligator meat before, and Ooh, it yeah. did taste like chicken.
1: Yeah, There you go. And that's the easiest thing to say, because chicken itself doesn't have very much flavor to begin with, so you can sort of... And a lot of the time when you get served it, it's already been flavored with like pork, or flavored with other meats that actually have more flavor to them. Chicken just yeah. has a texture. It's all texture. I also had
0: uh, anaconda meat at one point. Oh. And it was, again, the same thing. It kind of tastes just like chicken. Didn't really taste anything. The only thing that got me was frog's legs. I had frog's legs. They're slimy.
1: A little bit. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like a little sticky. It's kind of like okra. Mm -hmm. It's like, ugh. (laughs) Meaty, but it's sticky and slimy.
1: Yeah. It's It's a unique... It's all for the texture, really. It's nice.
0: So yeah, if you like sticky, slimy things going down your throat... Mm-hmm. There's so better I ways to get that, you know I'm saying. Yeah, okay. All of our female listeners are like perverts and they just turn us off and unsubscribe and
1: I read Desert, <laughs> really. Yeah, it's a desert there. Oh Tumbleweed rolls by. Mm. Uh, anyway.
0: Yeah, oh. so any case, um, Saved a life. I'm on Which? vacation now. Going to okay. see a dentist. Nice. Uh currently enjoying some banana Bacardi liqueur. Delicious. Nice, uh nice. what else? Uh, it's really fucking hot this uh weekend and this oh, week. Bloody it, hell it oh, yeah, it's uh God. like it's a hundred degrees right now. Oh, um yeah. Yep, and it's just uh melting. Here.
1: You know, it's I... cool that in the in the US you get to say a hundred degrees because, like, in general here in the UK we go by degrees Celsius. You guys go by Fahrenheit. Yep. So, like, by Fahrenheit it's always like higher up. So you can say, "Oh, it's over hundred degrees." That sounds amazingly hot, but you know, here it's like, "Oh, it's over." You know, it's about over thirty degrees Celsius. <laughs> you know, C- clearly so. the
0: superior, the Celsius yeah. or the the, cl- the clear the <laughs> the more superior degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> not nearly yes. as
0: accurate but you know way more fun to say like a hundred degrees
1: Fahrenheit. I know that sounds much more hotter when you say over a hundred that does sound much hotter yeah
0: mm-hmm. and then you have a movie come out called Fahrenheit 9-11 it's like mmm ooh is, yeah. I,
1: is that about what I think it's about?
0: Yeah it's about um, that.
1: Okay oh dear huh.
0: <sighs> Yeah, right. let's see. So. One other thing I want to mention is that I wasn't able to do my review. So as I mentioned earlier, I couldn't do it because I was going to review yesterday. Well, yesterday there was a bit of a problem. So I went and worked out at the gym because it was fucking hot. So I wasn't going to walk to Subway. And Subway is do all where I do all my writing. You know, some people have the library. Some people have Starbucks. I go to Subway. It's where Mm -hmm. I get my creative juices flowing. Well, I went to Subway. I had my sub. I ate. I was reading some of my Game Informer magazine. Mm
2: -hmm. And the
0: power flickers. And then it goes out. Uh... And it stays out. And then there's this black smoke that starts going past the Subway. And I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. And I'm like, "Ah, probably nothing related to the power. I checked National Grid. Yeah, power's going to be out until like 8 o'clock. And I was like, oh, it's almost 8 o'clock now. I'll wait. And I wait and I wait and I wait. Eight o'clock rolls around. Subway's already saying, yeah, we're going to close down. The big boss called in and said to close down. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm out. Ah. And as I go home, I learned that the power went out because a person crashed into a telephone pole, which then tore down some power lines, which then set a building on fire, which then caused all the power in Hageman's power grid to go out.
1: Domino effect
0: yes Mm indeed it's
1: uh, Uh, nobody nobody died or anything right I don't know
0: I don't know whether or not someone who was driving that car is no longer alive but uh, they stopped me from doing my review so shame on them
1: (laughs) you better be dead if you stop my anime post review (laughs) yeah Okay. Like right, he okay. gets
0: up to the pearly gates and it's like, let's see here. Oh, you're pretty much clean. You know, it was an accident and stuff. Oh, you stopped Joseph from doing his anime Pulse review. Down to hell with you.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. You're going to have to take this elevator here. <laughs> see you later. That's a, that's a thousand years repentance for that alone. So there you go. If you're lucky and good behavior, we might bump you up to purgatory. Who knows? <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Well... Uh that does it for my week and my future week how about uh, how about you anything going on
1: uh I don't know nothing really of like huge note. I've moved down to London now in ter- in order to continue my work sort of business agreement sort of stuff but uh so I'm down in the big city as it were in the u k uh other than that um I also have uploaded the last part as you know of the doki doki literature club. The video game which actually is relevant to a news article I was going to do later not on purpose I didn't time this on purpose to make it more relevant but uh
0: I am looking I just, forward to watching it I'm very excited to seeing how you react to the last bits of uh Monica just being just Monica
1: yes uh, I was very surprised by how interactive it was especially when she figured out a few things she 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 could tell that I was recording which was like whoa holy shit so it's was like yes you're like you're hey, um, recording
0: now aren't you hello out there <laughs> and it's like the oh fuck is going on? Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: And I even go You're going to wake like up stuff. one day
0: and she's going to be like in your bed <laughs> looking at you.
1: Which, too, I guess for many people would be a dream come true more than anything else anyway. Would less be a horror thing. It bridges the gap from horror to fantasy for many, I guess. But. Uh...
0: I'd prefer if I woke up and Yuri was in my bed.
1: Yes. <laughs> Indeed. I mentioned that a few times in that. You, you'll see her. It. It's like, oh, well, this moment is definitely yours. <laughs> it's like. She says a few things about bodily fluids and, um, yeah. And there's some extra content about what she does with the pen. She gets your, she steals your pen, I believe, and takes it for herself.
0: Mmm. Very... what she does with that pen. Oh, I, got no, no, pen no,
1: no, I know what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's all that in store. So yeah, if you're interested, please have a look. But apart from that, not really much else to say I'm down here in London. Luckily, the connection here is not too bad. You can still hear me and I can hear you. So that was the one thing I was worried about was the internet fast enough. It's fast is enough. A lo- so. Is
0: London internet known as not being great?
1: No, but it's, you know, like, it's not as fast as Manchester. But it's still faster than Glen office because I, I live down uh, out in the boonies down in Fife, you know, down in Fife, uh, no, up in Fife, back in Scotland. So, you know, it's better than one, but not as good as Manchester because they have like really like lightning fast internet there. You know, I could upload th- those those uh, episodes to you like in like fifteen minutes, remember? But like compared to like the two hour upload time back in the day, so this one should be somewhere in between, so it's still comfortable. Um, my only concern was like last time I recorded down here in London, we could barely hear each other, so you know, not an issue anymore. Maybe it's the computers, maybe it's your new computer. Who knows? Things have changed. Anyway. On to the community stuff. We got a few comments and some forum posts to go through. Today's comments are on episode 562, The Legend of Hinamatsuri Overlord. And the first comment comes in by Midnight Crew, who says, The whole dealio with the nines in Franks, he's talking about the the nine characters that you don't like in Darling in the Franks, is actually even weirder than you might think. I believe all the nines are androgynous, genderless. It's why they're they're so reproduced by icky-icky reproduction and gender dimorphism. So they don't technically have any kind of male-female dynamic going on at all. Though it still seems Trigger stuck most with the masculine nines in the receiving position for whatever reason. Also, at Joey, I feel kind of the same about over, he said. I think Overwatch he meant 2. Overlord. Yeah, I think he meant Overlord. Yeah, yeah, Overlord Two Season One was quite enjoyable, but Season Two switched the focus from the characters I wanted to see, Einz Cheltier, Albedo, to a bunch of nobodies and their stories. I have no interest in the lizardfolk diplomacy or the squabbles between the crime gangs and the heroes that want to apprehend them. Give me more of Einz plotting and scheming, please. Which I think is the same is sort of the same wavelength that you're on about it. You didn't care about the lizard folks so much either, really.
0: Yeah, I was like, yeah. I don't care about these people at all. I don't wanna see any more about their dumb tribes like fighting like Aynes and whatnot, where it was like clearly they're going to lose. Aynes isn't going to lose to a bunch of lizard people. He's going to rock their and he was just playing around with them. He wasn't like being like super like serious like he was in his fighting in Shaltir which was a fucking awesome battle and in this season it was just a lot of faff it was it was like the best part about it was our our butler Sebastian having his little like like I'm going to bone this human girl npc girl and she's going to be my waifu and she becomes a maid and I'm going to get her and he's, to marry me eventually because you know and I was like, "That was the best part." Not what I came to Overlord for, though.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's weird um, how how much they decided to kind of separate it from what made the first season so popular. It's I guess they were just trying new things, but you know, hey, first season's coming around the corner for you, so can't wait to hear how you received that one. You know. Yeah, yeah, i you know I'm
0: looking. I'll look forward to another Overlord season, and I do want to mention that. Uh, in regards to his earlier uh, his uh, uh, earlier comment about the Darling in the Franxx thing. Yeah. You see yeah, the yeah. latest episode of Darling in the Franxx?
1: Uh, the last one? Yeah, I think I have. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> 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 uh, fucking
0: him driving one of the nines. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, the Fujoshi right now are creaming their panties
1: oh yeah oh, I mean they boy. were beforehand but now they just have confirmation for that you know this it's one of those things where if you fantasize um, by any side of the you know side of the spectrum you're gonna find something to enjoy here if you're looking for those sorts of fantasies when it comes to dying in the franks you know
0: yeah yep. but then yeah the whole like <laughs> yeah and then just the rest of the episode was just like what the fuck is even happening mm. what Oh, what what what? yeah yeah that was yeah. uh that was a very strange turn of events and i'm hoping the next episode which is the final conclusion. episode of darling yeah. the franks it mm-hmm. gives us a real conclusion it doesn't just be like look for more mm-hmm. in season two it's like no please give me something a little more solidified please
1: yeah yeah i you think they're gonna do that and make a season two or just end it I'm
0: hoping they're not going to do that. I'm hoping they're going to be like, and the story, you know, and they lived happily ever after. Of course, you know, I hope so. I hope (laughs) so. But then again, this anime may also do the thing where it's like, and they all died happily ever after. And so Mm -hmm. it could go either way at this point where it's just like, Please just give me the happy ending. They deserve yeah. it. Let them have little babies with horns coming out of their heads, and yeah. I'll be happy. I'll be happy if you can let me have that. And yeah. the enemy's like, <laughs> uh, "We'll see."
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll see how much monies we can make possibly from a sequel. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The chart here says that if we make a second season, we can double our profits. Nah, so you yeah, know, wait and see, I suppose. But I guess either either way, we we're in it for the long haul. We'd probably watch a season two, even if they do end up making it. So yeah, they got us. Um, and then the next comment is by Shield Bro. Who says, in response to Joseph's comment about an isekai anime coming out, even though the manga is not that far, most of the isekai anime that are coming out originate from web novels, which are licensed to become light novels with manga adaptations. Most of the time, the manga adaptations are slow to update and are vastly behind in story. Two examples are Tati no Yusha and Arifureta, whose anime adaptations come out this year, but whose manga only covers the first few arcs um i i guess we talked about isekai anime at some point here i'm not i'm, I, I'm a little bit fuzzy because of the uh <laughs> the two-week delay between posting and recording but i guess yeah I yeah guess
0: we we it. talked about um how uh isekai anime are becoming more popular
2: oh
1: right right so it's about that so he's just talking about how they come from web novels a lot of the time and i get i guess that's how it happens Alright, so I guess we can eventually look forward to those two once he listed as examples coming out, though, and see if they will end up in our radios at all. Tatino Yusha and Arifureta. I don't know what that means either way, so maybe they're going to be good.
0: Tate, Tate no Yusha is... I think that's... Isn't that Shield Hero? Was it? Uh,
1: no, no, ta. Tate
0: uh, no Yusha. Yeah, so Tate no Yusha is the rising of the Shield oh, Hero. Oh. hey, Manga posted this just one, I just like, remembered. Yeah, yeah. Dude gets summoned to another world. A bunch of heroes get selected. They all get weapons. He gets a shield, and then like some some. bitch, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah, gets him really in trouble. And then he's like, "Fuck everyone in this world. I hate all of you. I'm gonna use my shield to do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, because I'm a hero and you can't touch
1: me still because I got the shield. Right." Um, yeah, Manga Pulse did a- there was like a- there was like a section in time in which they did just a lot of Isekai manga, so I am like, oh, well, I can't wait till all these get made into anime, as is the case with this one, I guess, then, so, there you go. Hopefully it turns out to be good. Do you- do you read this manga by any chance? You seem to know quite a bit about it.
2: Uh,
0: yes, I do read the manga a lot, um, I do love it because it's like, he does get his revenge, and he doesn't go soft at all, where he's like, oh, I forgive the bitch who fucked me over at the beginning, he's like, no, this- pig whore is going to get what she deserves and she will get fucked in every way possible because she fucked me over in the beginning. It's like, yeah, that that's basically how it would go. She fucked him real hard.
1: Karma's a bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, just because, just because she's got a pretty face doesn't mean that she gets to not have her karma come up in, depending on how much she's... Yeah.
0: She has a rotten personality, okay. though. She is utter garbage and she knows it too and he's just like yeah she's not sorry yes (laughs) and so i'm not sorry enjoy the rest of your life as i think i think her name is now garbage oh he makes her name garbage and he's like you shall forever now be known as garbage and everyone will call you garbage Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. wow that'll sure i guess I guess it could have been much worse. Well,
0: it's also like she's been removed from like royalty or whatever. Yeah, he he still kind
1: of took a larger fall in some ways. Yeah. Anywho, there's the forum posts. I guess we'll move on to which this week I asked about how you know anime has a lot of um, a lot of the main favorite characters like get remembered are huge uh, are human characters, but you know there's been a lot of anime producing iconic animal characters. You know, in the same way as something like Disney. You know, you got your you got your Doraemon, which I keep being totally pronounced wrong. You got your, you know, Pokemon, I suppose, as well. So I said, despite, um, you can count anthropomorphic animals, but no kind of hybrids like Catgirls, which ones would be your favourite that the medium has to offer? And I got a few answers here from several users. Uh, the first answer comes in by Queen Anoi, who says, Right off the bat, the first anime animals that come to mind are Luna and Artemis from Sailor Moon. The, those are the black and white talking cats that are sort of like the mascot characters of that show. They're the, kind of like they're familiars. Uh, I can't really think of Me. any others that stand out. So there you go. There's them. They have drastically different voices depending if you're listening to the English or Japanese dub as well from what I remember. What? Yep. Okay. Good choices. Next we have Zaldera who says... <clears throat> PENGUINS. Those flightless birds seem to permeate a lot of anime. Too many examples to list. Notable ones include the Emperor Penguin that appears in a lot of Sayonara Zetsubo Sensei, the trio in Mawaru Penguin Drum, and Pen Pen from Neon Genesis Evangelion. P.S. On YouTube is a recording of an old panel at the UK Anime Convention that covers the history of these birds in anime. So... Penguin are apparently very popular. They they actually have been in several anime that I know, but there's none that have really stuck out to me personally. But you know, I do notice that they're quite a favorite amongst the medium creators. So there's penguins just in general, not not a specific ones, just just a few examples there. So there you go. Thanks for that, Zaldara. And then next comes in Trinity Angel which is one of the newest members to the forum at the moment who says I've watched tons of anime and the only animal characters that were memorable to me are Artemis and Luna from Sailor Moon they're the favourites today probably because Sailor Moon was my gateway into the anime fandom when I was an adolescent also Menchi, the dog from XL Saga, and I laugh because XL Saga gets brutally abused all the time. XL Saga is the only comedy anime I like, and it always cracked me up whenever XL got hungry and she would try to eat Menchi. So, there you go. It's kind of like a cat, but it's also it's actually a dog. But yeah, I, I know what she means. So you included like an image of it there. So, there's our uh, short and sweet answers for today. What about you, Red? Or oh, Joseph, sorry. Keep getting the names mixed up. <laughs> it's fine. Um,
0: I've been going over this TED. First, I thought Luna, because, you know, waifu, cat girl, from or basically when she transforms, it's like, oh, super hot female, who's actually a cat all the time. And then I was like, wait, what about Ayn from, you know, Cowboy Bebop? And I was like, oh, Ayn's super cool, super smart dog, you know, mm, and yeah. he's also a, uh, he's also Pretty, you know, pretty cute for a dog, which I hate dogs. Oh. And then I was like, "How? Oh, what else is there? What? What else could attract me? My- oh, what about Corrin from Dragon Ball Z? I was like, you know, white cat. He's got the sensu beans. You know, he's pretty fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. But then I knew my answer when I thought about it. I was like, "What is the animal that I grew up and I really loved? She was a main character in a series." Mm-hmm. She wasn't some sideshow that stuck between some girl's tits and cock-blocked the main protagonist. No, she was actively seeking the main protagonist's dick.
1: ryo Oki. Oh, that's the pet from Tenchi. The cat slash bunny from Tenchi. Yeah, I don't know what that thing was. It's an alien thing. Yeah, I know what you mean, though. Yep. She turns into
0: a spaceship. Oh, yeah. She's super adorable when she's uh-huh. not. Um, she has like a meow-meow. She does all mm. the time. Um, she's into carrots, and when she gets a body, finally, she immediately is trying to bone Tenchi. She is just like, "Hey, I got
1: a body now. Let's have I sex." I don't remember that. I maybe I didn't get that far. <laughs> I guess. <Okay>. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Okay. Huh. So that's the thing. So it would your your main answer would be Ryoki from Tenchi. Ah. Yes,
0: mm-hmm. Ryoki.
1: And from this Tenchi. just in, ladies and gentlemen. I've been told to refresh the page uh, because there are actually two new posts by our live listeners at the moment. The first one comes in by Rampant AI, He says there are a lot of animals that play critical parts in anime. One that immediately springs to mind is this adorable character, and it's, oh, it's the one you talked about. It's Ein from Cowboy Bebop. A data dog that is actually a member of the crew. It could name, I could name countless others, but Ein's uh, uh, example is sufficient for now. Enough said. So I, I, again, I still, I know it's a crime. I still haven't watched past episode one of Cowboy Bebop, so I don't know about Ayn Significance, but I'll take your word for
0: it. He saves basically the whole crew wow. at one point because he like hacks a hacker. Oh wow,
1: a dog does that, huh?
0: Yeah, he's super smart. He's he's more intelligent and a better hacker than uh than uh Is her name Ed? Oh, you mean the girl with the spiky Ed? orange hair? Ed. Uh, yeah. Yes. So, Ed, who I thought was a boy at first, but is actually yeah. a girl, um, which then I thought was a boy again, but is confirmed to be a girl, <laughs> um, is not as intelligent as Ein is. Which is like, oh my god, that dog is amazing. <laughs> look at my dog, my dog is amazing.
1: Oh! That-
0: Give it a look. it tastes just like raisins. That's
1: from, uh, I can't remember what that's from, I do remember that from somewhere else on the internet, wasn't it? It's, uh is that like a flash animation that's from yeah it's about a horse though Oh, okay yeah yeah yeah. yep yes (sighs) okay good times and then we have one last post which was i was told to refresh because it was edited just now right this moment so it's even special extra fresh by ghoul shinobi 993 who says sorry about the short one i'm posting this now while you're reading lol mine is kuro from blue exorcist the amazing demon cat Why it's amazing, I'm not sure yet. I guess I would have to wait and find out by watching it myself. But uh, I'll take your word for it that it is an amazing demon cat. Thanks. Um, And I I don't really have much to answer on this question at the moment myself. I could go for an obvious answer, like something like Pikachu for me personally, because that's like my favorite Pokemon. And, you know, I did love him in the original anime. But my more recent example of an animal I like in anime would be Danny, the... Dog that appears in part one of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. You remember Danny, don't you? Danny, Danny. yeah, he's Jonathan Joestar's Danny. dog. It's, I think he's a Dalmatian breed. It might be a Dalmatian.
0: I thought you were about to talk about the dog from Stardust Crusaders. Oh, Iggy,
1: he's a more popular choice, but Danny Iggy. starts it all.
0: Fucking, that gross-ass yeah, dog. Yeah, I think that
1: was a pug. I believe Iggy was like a pug or something, or some other, like not-so-cute mm-hmm. dog. No, Danny's the Danny's the dog from Part 1. He was in Episodes 1 and... Episode 1, actually. I was going to say Episodes 1 and 2. He was in the, He was up there at the very beginning of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but he leaves such an amazing impression and foreshadowing of things to come for the series. Um, that's all I have to say. If you have to watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure to find out what this amazing dog does, all you have to do is watch Episode 1. And also, it's a, it's a win for me, because it gets you hooked on a series that I think... Uh, Needs as many viewers as possible because, you know, I like the dojos, So there's that. Uh looking
0: looking at a list yeah. here, um, we got some just some mention off some other top oh, animals. Yeah. Number one voted on some people by a ranker is uh, Akamaru from Oh Naruto. Naruto. Yes.
1: That's a good dog. Yeah, that's fine. Yep. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Uh followed up by Happy the Cat. Mm,
1: happy
0: the Cat. He's from uh mm. Uh, shit! It's escaping me right now. Um, I don't know
1: what happened.
0: Fairy tale, oh, right? Blue Thank you, cat. Queen. Blue fairy, cat fairy tale, with the
1: wings. All oh, right, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, blue yeah, okay blue
0: cat. Uh, then like Kirara from Inuyasha.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay, that one makes sense.
0: Uh, Totoro.
1: Oh yeah, Totoro. Everybody wants a Totoro. It's adorable. That's true. Tony Tony Chopper. Oh, yeah, Chopper from I. I wasn't. I was really like. Wasn't sure to mention him because I like Chopper, but I almost see him as less of an animal and more as like a human character. Anyway, personally, he triggers in my head less of like a animal, more human. But I think it's because he has so much development.
0: They say Blair from Soul Eater, though she, I would say she's more yeah, of a she's human. Yeah, like,
1: she does. She refers to herself as a cat, but yeah, she's she's. And she turns into yeah. a cat. Yeah, but, I, know. I know what you mean. She's more human than. She- <laughs> Shen Long from Dragon Ball Z. There you go. That's a. <laughs> well, he grants yes. wishes. <laughs> yeah, I think. I, I guess if in terms of usefulness, I guess there's no other better animal because, yeah. Any wish?
0: Uh, Hamtaro.
1: Oh, yes. The demonic hamster that wants your sunflower seeds. Yep.
0: Mm hmm. Uh, Saijin from Bleach. Saijin. He was one of the captains. He's like the fox oh, or wolf Oh, I, I, I
1: guess he counts. Yeah, I did say anthropomorphic counts. Yeah, I guess
0: you could. Bubbles, the monkey from Dragon Ball Z. Yeah,
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember him, yeah. hmm
0: Cerberus from Cardcaptor yes, I would, Sakura. Like,
1: they always pronounce him in the Japanese as Keroberos or something or whatever, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think he's, uh... I don't know, the only problem is he eats too much, so you'd have to, like, the bells would go up so much just by feeding him. Yeah.
0: Mm. Puar from Dragon Ball Z. A lot of Dragon Ball Z characters. Yeah, this,
1: this is a flying cat. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> I don't know about Puar, personally. Uh, chi the cat. Uh. Chi. Uh... Agumon. Oh, well, okay, from, if you get uh, Digimon, Digimon, that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> okay, no, that's <laughs> not fair. Digimon are awesome, because you can just make, make them into anything, and they can transform, yeah, okay, fine. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Kyubei is wow. up here, right? followed up right there by uh, Mono Kuma. There you go,
1: if you don't have Shenlong, at least you can have Kyubei grant your wish, there you go.
0: And uh, Monokuma uh we got oolong nobody up here nobody
1: wants oolong why would you want that thing? <laughs>
0: What? well he can transform into your hot waifu and then uh, you can well, no. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah that's okay
0: he's like ditto it's like ditto transform into nurse uh, may or nurse joy nurse joy, uh, yeah. joy. Uh, <laughs> nurse joy. and
1: I, why do i i, I can like, imagine right. there's actually plenty of comics <laughs> that deal with that actually that you mentioned
0: Oh, I'm sure there's so many Dojin out there. where it's just like Ditto, uh, ditto transform into uh, that uh, that pot then, over there. Okay, transform into that TV,
1: transform into Ash's and mom. And it keeps the Ditto face. Remember that thing in the anime where like it can't get rid of its face and it has the Ditto face Ex- the do- Yeah,
0: exactly. Oh. Or it's just its face is still oh, just there. No. It's like all right, put the back that's, of your head. Let's get to oh, work.
1: Oh, I bet that's someone's thing. <laughs> oh Jesus, that's just.
0: Oh, even Doctor Ge- Doctor Gel is up Gosh. here from <laughs> from. From uh, Space Dandy. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, monkey. yeah. No, you, oh, wow. Okay, I, I guess. Ooh. Wow. Good for so Yeah, there's yeah, some animals.
0: other choice, top choices out there for anyone out there who wants, uh, who wants to get in on the action is like, wait, what about this character? Well, hopefully I've yeah, mentioned most of them
1: it. Yeah, Yeah, I think you've covered most of the bases. Like, maybe there's the dog from Gintama or something, but you know, other. Subtle ones. Okay. Yeah. Mm. If we missed any, be sure to comment, and it might be right out next week. Blah, blah, blah. Subtle plug. Anyway. Yes. Indeed. I think that about does it. Yep.
0: Alright. Okay. Well, I think we should then move into our industry news. Um, I think you have... Two. Like uh, several topics? Two topics. Yeah, two. two topics? Yeah, two two topics. topics. Yeah. All right. So, why don't you get us started with your first? I'll go and then you okay, finish cool. up.
1: I'll start off with the one that's like less pleasant to talk about. Um, the coroner office in the UK blames Doki Doki Literature Club. See, I told you I was going to come back later. For a teen suicide. So, if you didn't know, there was an incident this year, I don't know the exact date, in which a 15 year old boy here in the UK actually committed suicide. But of course, you know, there may be all sorts of things that, you know, need to be taken into consideration as a cause. But because he has a copy of Doki Doki Literature Club, of course it's blown up in the news as like a as a cause for it, shall we say. To the point where Outlet Sunderland Echo is doing an ongoing in- investigation into it and is overseeing the case, the corner office let out this warning stating to people, I believe the information is so concerning that this warrants my writing at this stage to make the local authorities aware of the issue so appropriate information can be disseminated. This has arisen due to the fact I am conducting the inquest into the death of a 15-year-old boy who died earlier this year. Evidence obtained suggests he had used an online game called Doki Doki. (laughs) Oh, okay, now first off, the game is not... Uh, the article does point this out too. It's not technically like an online game. Sure, you download it, but like that almost implies by a vernacular that you need to be online to play it with other people or some shit. No, it's like the same thing Like by buying a book, like they put it. like Doki Doki Literature Club, like a visual novel is, is basically a glorified book with pretty pictures in it so that it doesn't makes the reading not so boring, basically. Uh, I don't know if you can attribute it to that. But of course... This has resulted in all the all sorts of mainstream media outlets, at least in the UK, you know, jumping on the story about, hey, teen committed suicide over an anime game or whatever, blah, 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 blah. A lot of the times, sort of brushing over the fact that the game has an explicit age rating in it and even a warning that comes up when you start up the game saying that, hey, this game is not for children. It contains, you know, disturbing images. If you're e- easily offended or easily disturbed, don't play this game. You know, all the appropriate warnings are there. It's got the age rating, you know. That's all there despite that it's been kind of brushed over and still seen as a problem uh then the article goes into a little bit about how popular the game is so it's not really too um significant to this um i I guess I'll skip a bit further down about how the game itself is um Apparently, it takes a lot of inspiration from career horror films. The reason that they, you know, the, the real reason that they'd be drawing, they, they could even draw from in terms of the suicide itself is about the subplot that involves the characters in the game, or character, since I've played the game, being driven into a deep depression until they go mad and commit suicide. So that's seen as like sort of like the inspiration for it. Um, you know, make, make, making media let's ramp up the whole public moral panic about Doki Doki Literature Club. Um, now whenever you bother looking up Doki Doki Literature Club on Google, it points out how you're now bombarded with non-stop articles by the Daily Mail, comic.com about how it's linked to someone's death, despite none of them actually really talking about exactly how it caused the death, it's just, it was on his computer, but, you know, you know, A plus C equals Z, you know, that's, that's how these sort of things work. The sad thing for me is that, you know, it's quotes in here is that The Sun News um, interviewed the victim's father, Darren Wamsley, who claimed the game wouldn't leave his son alone, saying, Ben was growing up fast. It's hard for parents, but this needs to be highlighted. There is no confirmation yet, but we believe that the game could be linked to Ben's death. Characters suggest things and you decide what to do. It drags you in and they make it very real. Ben did not speak about it, but parents need to be aware that this game, and other similar games, of this game. It is free to download, but once you get into it, it will not leave you alone. The characters befriend and love you, and give you tasks to do, but if you do not do them, they turn nasty. Now, obviously this is the victim's father, so of course a level of, a degree of respect sort of has to be given, because, you know, he's the one that has lost. loss, and I'm not trying to make light of you know, a youth taking their own lives, of course, is a serious matter. But there are a few things that are kind of wrong in this quote. I don't know if you've spotted them as well, Joseph, about, you know, first off saying it drags you in, they make it feel very real. And even it's saying stuff about how, you know, if you don't do the tasks for them, they turn nasty. You know, it's not surprising for me because obviously the people who are covering this haven't actually played the game itself. If he did, yeah. Exactly.
0: They're just, like, reading the the fucking articles about the game.
1: Yeah, because there's a lot of this that isn't based in fact. We can clearly see here, you know, oh, the game's free, but once you get it, it will not leave you alone. Um, To me, it left me alone as soon as I just quit and turned the game off. it, It, it didn't haunt my dreams yep. or anything like that, you know? Um... But yeah, the article goes on, you know, it's just saying that this is sort of like a, a, you know, like a continuation of the constant fire video games around under. you know, about how they blame violent video games for school shootings. And this is no different, really. This is just sort of like a lead on from this about all the other controversies. Gaming seems to be an easy target for these days. Um. So yeah, it's no surprise to see media outlets go the extra mile to blame. youth suicide on a free-to-play video, visual novel. It's a surprise to me, personally. And, and it just goes on about telling you where you can acquire it but yeah honestly you know just like looking over the article in its entirety it, it's hard for any I don't know like I guess I'm preaching to the choir here but it's hard for me to swallow the idea that the game alone would be the cause of the suicide you know if some yeah
0: it's like maybe if you do hear voices in your head after playing this game you should see a psychiatrist yeah. because maybe there's more going on in that head of yours than uh, just this yeah. video game yeah
1: Absolutely. I mean, like, to pretend that there's no cause, and any normal Joe with nothing wrong with them beforehand could be forced to, like, kill themselves after playing a video game is honestly a bit weird, because, like this article states, over 2.1 million people have been exposed to this game because of, like, online videos alone, and, like, furthermore, plenty people will be downloading it, and yet we still don't see, like, a-, a there would be a pandemic, like, what would you call it, of, like, people doing this, a chain of suicide if that was the case. And then yeah, Aldera quotes about my whole spiel about how when I it's true that when I did once play dead space I was um forced to go to the sheds pick up a plasma cutter go to space and kill some necromorphs, but that was just a one-time thing. Otherwise games can <laughs> otherwise games can't influence your mind, guys, you know. I did not pick up that ripper and use my anti-gravitational boots to fly through space and shoot necromorphs. That was just one time. Anyway. So yeah, you know, it's not entirely anime related, but the anime inspired and I did cover it sort of, so there you go. Is, is there much else to say on that? Nah. I don't think I mean, so. Again, preaching to the choir here, I'm pretty sure we're all rational thinkers here. We all know where it's at when it comes to the media on this. So, yep. Yeah.
0: Well, speaking of uh, media, recently there was a, a bit of news that came out about uh, uh, Anime Expo. Basically, on uh, Wednesday, Anime Expo announced that uh, Tokyopop's founder, Stu Levy, Mm -hmm. was announced as an Annex Guest of Honor. Honor. Um, And, uh, yeah, so a lot of artists weren't too happy with that. Mm -hmm. Basically, they called out uh, Anime Expo on the whole Guest of Honor shtick by saying, you know, young artists stay away from Tokyopop because, you know artists were coming out saying hey i did a lot of work for Tokyo Pop in my early months and never was paid for my work
1: Ooh. okay did not about that
0: yep and some artists being scammed out of their rights like you know they're doing work and all of a sudden that uh a uh artist is being you know like hey your your thing isn't our thing Ooh. thanks
1: okay that's pretty shitty you know about that uh
0: yeah, so apparently Stu Levy is not liked at all by uh, many artists and mangaka out there. And, yeah, um
1: and it's surprising that he's still significant because if I'm not mistaken, Tokyo Pop's no longer a thing, is it? So like, it's weird that he. Yeah.
0: No, Tokyo Pop did declare bankruptcy and they did, you know, scuttle their whole operation right. um, after. Numerous years of being around and having like licensed everything under the sun, like they were the biggest licensor of anime. And when they went, a lot of titles went to Stu Levy because Stu Levy still holds those licenses Uh, and he hasn't let them go, which is also another reason people hate Stu Levy because that guy just refuses to give them up. And that's why a lot of the manga you saw from Tokyopop has never been re-released as anything else, because Stu Levy still holds their license. That's
1: interesting. Do you have any idea of like any like really big noteworthy series that he's holding on to? At the moment.
0: Uh let's see here. Give Are me okay? a second. Um Let's see. So Aeon was a series that actually wrapped up, and its final chapter it was never released because that license is held by Tokyo Pop. When they scuttled. Oh. Um, let's see here. Love Hina was actually licensed by Tokyo Pop. Oh, hey, that's
1: a popular one too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see
0: here. I'm looking at my uh, looking at my shelf. Oh, anime or manga uh-huh. over there. Oh, uh, Sergeant Frog was licensed by Tokyo Pop, which never saw full release.
1: Huh, I see.
0: Well, no. uh, Ragnarok Online—that's also licensed by. Oh, Tokyo I used to Pop. play that.
1: Yep, I remember. Pro-
0: yeah, Chronicles of the Cursed Sword—that was licensed by Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Battle Royale was licensed by Ragnarok or oh. by Tokyo Pop. Oh, I remember that that one. There's so many weird ones I totally forgot about until now. That's okay. So, yeah, there is a boatload, a literal fuck ton of manga and anime series that have been licensed by Tokyopop, and their licenses are still.
1: Hey, if they do a &A QA session at least at the the convention, they could at least maybe grill him about it. That'd be a thing. Maybe he'll make an announcement that he's selling it off. Who knows?
0: Yeah, he may just cancel his, I don't know if he'll cancel his uh, appointment for going to Anime Expo, because more than likely he's going to end up seeing protesters. And nothing is worse oh, yeah. than otaku oh, yeah. protesting.
1: Maybe we'll get to see those things in, at, at play that I advertised a while back, or I, I mentioned a while back with those speakers, that, that you adver- that, that you like imitate like anime idol voices, and they, they'll use those <laughs> as a counterattack. To, like, and I want to see those in action, it'll be funny. Cause you know, Otaku are easily led astray by cute voices. Yeah.
0: So yeah, that uh, okay. that's what you got right now. That uh, Stu Levy showing up at Anime Expo and right. I can't wait to see the
1: follow people. up of what this possibly causes, whether he cancels or actually shows up. So, stay tuned, I suppose. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, I'll go into the last bit of news we have for today. I believe, which is um, the Fullmetal Alchemist director, lays into anime's current lineup. So, I the according to Sora News twenty four Seiji Mizushima, uh, director of the classic version, I also I don't think it's um, Brotherhood, but the regular Fullmetal Alchemist and Gundam Zero Zero has expressed the notion that anime fans would be better off if there were half as many anime currently being made. So, um, the translation of the tweet comes as follows. I didn't think anybody would be worse off if the amount of anime getting made was cut in half. Some anim- some directors even are even handling two shows in the same season, which is an incredibly tough schedule. There's just a s- an excess supply of content and there are never enough people in the studio to get work done. What's the point in making so much anime? It'd be better to do a proper job of making series one by one. So, this fa- this sentiment has um there you know, it has been shared by many fans that there's... You know, there's some who agree and some who disagree. Nowadays, it's not uncommon, even this low-balling, ball- low for there to be 20 to 30 shows releasing each season. Um, but, you know, this article just point out that there does seem to be an audience no matter how small for any of these shows. Um, you know, then it kind of goes into an opinion piece. It's sort of kind of up in the air whether he's right or wrong in this, because, yeah, on one hand you know, just summarising what the article says, yeah, there are a lot of series, but you know, there may be a lot of stinkers, but there's still, because it can throw so much shit at the wall, um, it means that you might see a lot of good ones. Also, things have sort of changed since the day of um, Gundam 00 and Full Metal Alchemist, the original series. There's a lot more 12 to 13 episode series rather than 24 or longer episode series now, so maybe that could be a reason why there's just such a larger variety of shows today than there was back in, you know, his Hades that he remembers. You know what I mean? So it's it's not necessarily yeah. a black and white picture of, oh, there's just too many now. Maybe it's just because all the anime companies have adapted different business models. And, you know, you know, it's just good to kind of see things from multiple uh, perspectives. But who knows? It's true that, you know, personally, of course, from my perspective, it would be great if we can get everything at the top quality but, and everything in as many enemies as possible. But, you know, there's always limits to that. And, you know, hey, that's, Pretty much it. Then the article just kind of goes into its own sort of opinion piece, and then it just talks about what Fumita Alchemist is for the last two paragraphs, which isn't really important for this. so... Yeah. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, about do you think there's too much anime being made right now, or... Yeah?
0: Maybe. Uh, I do think that a lot of anime these days isn't as quality as the anime used to be back in the day, um, they certainly seem like they're rushing a lot of what yeah, they do, yeah. but perhaps we can say that because there's a lot of anime that's coming out, it makes the more fabulous ones like Darling in the Franxx, for example,
1: be yeah, all that much more, more, more special. Amongst, like, the, the, the masses. Yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. That's also a point to make. So it's like, Yeah. <gasps> I I get the point he's making, but you know, like you said, as if it would be a bigger issue if you know we were getting so much anime and like me and you could just be like, nothing is good this season. There's nothing we like. Then we may be having a problem. But as far as I can tell, every season comes out, and at least me and you can at least find something we like. So, yeah, there's there's that. Yeah. Um. It could be that uh, the more
0: anime there is, there's more taste yeah. for everyone out there because not everyone's tastes mm-hmm. line up with each other and perhaps you know they, like the more anime out there it means that more people will be able to yeah. find something they mm-hmm. like
1: indeed indeed because that's what it says is that you know like there may be so many out there but they all still seem to have an audience you know otherwise they wouldn't continue on so yeah it's true I feel like you have that long tail where because there's such a larger amount of people to satisfy now You kind of have this long tail of all the niches are being filled. You know, everybody has their thing. So, yeah. And, you know, maybe the quality is a questionable amount, but it's better you get the thing that you like rather than it never happening at all. So, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. This is all very kind of, you know, up in the air, Mm conjecture-based. But that goes it for the last bit of news I have.
0: All right. All right. Well, then, I think we should probably get into our... uh, I guess you could call it a hybrid show, technically. Um, As you will be doing a review, and I'll be doing a preview. Uh, But not a preview like most of our previews. So, let me jump straight into it. I'll be previewing... Happy Lesson. And Happy Lesson is an anime that came out in, oh, say, 2002. So, uh, we going back in time for this preview. I don't think this has ever been done before, so... Anime uh, Pulse
1: first here, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Indeed. So, the anime starts out with us seeing our main male character who is named chitose uh, chitose <laughs> hitose and uh, he's leaving his home and he turns around and he waves goodbye to what you think maybe his parents maybe his siblings maybe it's an empty household but it is none of those things instead it is a bunch of women Rather attractive women for 2002 animation. And uh, they're all waving goodbye to him. And uh, he is kind of looks a little, I don't know what his expression would be, bashful, downtrodden, uh, maybe a little, you know, a little bit like, uh, what would the expression be? Mm. Not, not Mm. quite enjoying it. And uh, he leaves. The girls at this, uh, the women, I should say, at this point, all then say like, well, I guess we should get going too. And he gets on his uh, school bus as he's going to school. And all the women are on the bus already, to his surprise. Uh, And he is, uh, you know, he looks around, he's seeing each woman. They're all not kind of being introduced to us yet. And then we get these two other characters who get on the bus, and uh, they kind of start breaking the fourth wall, talking about how they're filler characters for the episode, and uh, they do this one thing where, at one point, they get kicked off the bus, like, sent flying, like Team Rocket, by one of the women on the bus, but then the very next scene, they're back on the bus, walking on it like nothing happened. (laughs) And the main... and is like, what the fuck? (laughs) And he's freaking out about that, and they're just they just act nonchalant about it.' <laughs> like right. oh, yeah, this just happens okay. And he finally gets to school, and this is when we are introduced to all the other female characters as the other two characters who uh were you know, uh, sneaking back onto the bus after being sent like Team Rocket Flying. Um, they're like, oh, oh, you're checking out your phone, looking at all that the website where we put up all the pictures of the teachers, huh? And he's going, scrolling through, and each picture comes up. And yes, all the women living at his home are teachers. But not just any teachers. No, no. They are his <sighs> mamas. And yes... That's how they pronounce it. They don't say okasans. They don't say, you know, Kaasans. They oh, okay. say Mamas. <laughs> In uh, English, Mama. Oh, oh. And then their name. Yes, first we are introduced to uh, Mitsuki, who is his homeroom teacher, who we think he has the hots for, but we can't be sure um, then you have uh, uh you have uh Kisuraki, who is the science teacher and she's kind hmm. of robotic you know kind of reminds me of Rei. Then we were introduced to Yaoyoi, who's the school nurse and also a Miko then uh, we get uh, Uzuki who is the arts teacher, and she's also happy, happy happy-go-lucky, and she wears angel wings and has an obsession with cosplay. And finally, we have Satsuki, who is the PE teacher, athletic and tomboyish. Mm. And all of them live with him at his home because they all want to be his mama, because they all feel, oh no, he's an orphan. That's right. Chitose is an orphan. He has no parents And once they learn this, they're like, I'll be his mama. That's the best plan ever, right? Wrong. So, yeah, that's uh, the first episode basically ends with uh, him being fed up with their shit, basically being like, bitches, calm the fuck down, because they're all very eccentric. And he basically tells them all off, like, listen, You motherfuckers are acting crazy up in here. Chill your shit. Yeah, he's talking like that to the teachers. Chill your shit or get the fuck out of my house. And they got all depressed. And he gets depressed. And the whole episode, the rest of it, goes a little bit depressing until he's like, oh, wait. All these are my super hot teachers who live with me and want to be my mama. (sighs) Maybe I should be a little more accepting about their eccentricities. Because I basically have a bunch of women trying to jump on my bone
1: I'd say he needs an adult, but, but they they're supposed to be the teachers, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they're all
0: adults, exactly, and my review is going okay. to basically cover this when I do cover it, where they are terrible, oh they are horrible teachers, oh. they're horrible mamas, they are horrible adult women, they are horrible, oh. they treat him like shit they basically torture him and beat him up. They tie him up. They subjugate him to living on the couch because he has no room yeah. to live in. He has no room of his own. He has to sleep on the couch in his own fucking home. He has to sleep on the couch while all these bitches take over his other mm. rooms. If this was my house, I'd be like, no, you fucking take the couch. I got my room. I don't fucking care. I sleep.
1: Mm.
0: But no, I guess you could say he's the nicer guy. And he lets them have his room and their rooms and he takes the couch. Of course. So, yeah, it's uh Yep. It's an old anime. It's got a lot of tropes in it that are outdated.
1: Sounds like By
0: it. several mm-hmm. years. Um, mm-hmm. It's a harem anime. But at the same time, the anime makes you think... That he is going to vie for one teacher. But, uh, as my review will expose, he never does. I won't go into too much of it yet, but uh, basically, it's not a great anime. But, since this is a preview, I can't give it a score. I have to (laughs) say whether or not I'll continue watching it. And that's what brings up another topic. This anime... ...has basically three fucking seasons. Second season is also Mm -hmm. 13 episodes. It has an OVA that began the first season... ...and then it has another OVA known as Happy Lesson The Final... ...which is just three episodes but it ties up everything it basically is like well we couldn't get another season out of people because they realized how bad this anime is so we just did an ova to make people satisfied with the conclusion of him picking a female character because that's how most harem animes end in a non-harem way
1: yeah so you're gonna wait
0: Hmm. so will will i continue watching the rest of the seasons Yes, but I don't know if I review them because I did look to see if I could find them on, like, Nya or something, or, you know, even on some, like, some, you know, IRC chat rooms where I can just download them. Problem is, just the first season was made available. Even Nya isn't seeding the old seasons anymore which doesn't really surprise me considering how old this is and how shite it is yeah it doesn't
1: surprise me given the quality of what you're talking about (laughs) yeah not being fully enthused of sharing it with the world (laughs) yeah okay yeah wow okay
0: so yeah there you go happy lessons I may continue watching (laughs) uh, the seasons on uh like some random web anime site out there where I can just watch it and I probably won't pre or review them or preview them. Mm-hmm. And, it's all about technicality
1: uh, yeah. of availability, more than anything else, but I can look forward to.
0: Yeah, it's basically a bunch of female teachers who all get the same idea to live in a student's dormitory, basically, and become yep. his mamas.
1: The concept sounds part way, part way, like, smut. You know, like, as Queen Inouye said, this is, like, a setup for a possible hentai, but also possible horror at the same time. (laughs)
0: At any point, it could have turned into a hentai. It could have just been like, "Oh, you know, all of a sudden, uh, Chitose Sensei's right in my cock," and then, or no, like, and then all of a sudden, "Oh no, Yahoy Sensei is jumping on into." Oh no, it's an orgy, and then they all go to school the next day, and then he has sex with the teachers at school, and that basically it could have gone either way. But instead, here, all his uh, interactions with them are usually. Oh, no, the science teacher is performing an experiment on me. Oh, she poured acid on my leg. Oh, that's great. Oh, no, now she's electrocuting me. Oh, no, the PE teacher is beating me up. She's smothering me between her breasts, which is, you know, sexual abuse. Oh, now she's beating me up with a bamboo stick because that's also physical abuse. Oh, now the, the priestess, the Miko girl, she's like... The, the nurse, but at the same time, she's tied me to this pillar and is like put me under a waterfall because you know it's a monk training thing. But the waterfall is crushing me and it hurts. It's, Ow, it's
1: heavy. <laughs> it all sounds so heavy.
0: Yes, it's
1: uh, it's not, yeah, not great. <laughs> oh, my review
0: of this anime. Oh, okay. my review of wow. this anime, whether or not it's worse than deer's, that aha. Uh-huh.
1: That's, that's the real mystery. We'll, find, we'll have to wait and find out whether it pushes it all the way there, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Right. Uh, mm. Yes. Yeah, so hopefully you have something uh, a little better for us to yeah, move well, off on. Yeah, well, better than what you described, at least. Yeah, certainly. Even if it isn't a huge like, whoa, this is the best thing ever. Yeah, it's got not really, you have not really set a very high bar <laughs> in terms of quality there. But, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess I could start off with my review then. I got, um, Bokudake ga Inai Machi, or The Town Where Only I Am Missing, also known as Bokumachi for short, or more simply put, Erased, is a anime adaptation of a manga by the same name by author slash authors, Sanbi K. I'm not sure which, which, as there's a comma between Sanbe and K, but they share the same page on MAL, so I don't know if this is a team or just one person. It's kind of beyond me. Anyway. June 4th, 2012, the manga begins its publication and is met with many positive accolades, ranking in the top 5 in the 7th, 8th and 9th Manga Taisho Awards, nominated for the 18th Tezuka Osamu Cultural Prize Reader Awards and appearing on Kono Manga, Gai- manga Ga Sugoi, whatever the fuck that is. I'm just reading this off-mal at this point. November 4th, 2016, the manga finishes reaching its conclusion, but earlier in the same year, January 8th, 2016, An anime adaptation is produced by studio a1 this release garners the attention of many anime viewing masses and becomes one of the must watches of the season with many quickly hooked on its mystery plot and compelling characters soon after during the run during the run I mean Andrew Chan tunes in and quickly binge watches most of the series in one day until being forced to absorb the conclusion on a week-by-week basis March 25th 2016 the anime finishes and strangely there appears to be silence I don't hear much about about it in terms of talk to this day, and it slowly starts to fade from my memory. Sometime in 2018, it is brought back to my attention that this was in fact a thing through a Netflix original adaptation, which I ended up watching through with my sister. June 30th, 2018, I finished watching the Netflix series, and I am left mortified, to be honest, by the end, prompting me to take a second look at the anime and shit all I'm just joking, I'm not going to shit all over it, but look at the anime that started it all. So, taking it from the top Satoru Fujinuma Numa Numa Numaye is a 29-year-old manga gagaka with the supernatural ability that transports him normally a few minutes back in time before any terrible incident that he witnesses happens in order to in order to prevent it how many attempts he has at correcting these tragedies and other such details about the level of severity that constitutes a tragedy seems pretty undefined as this as is the nature of this power really. And I'm glad that this isn't the focus of this show and, the, and it's more of a plot device than anything else. Satoru gives the ability an uninspired name that at least reinforces why he is not a full time author and has to instead work part time as a pizza delivery man. Anyway, he's living out his pretty mundane existence, pretty half-assed and unenthused, casually thwarting every major issue he comes across with his supernatural ability, whilst trying to kindle some sort of creative spark in his stagnant career. And just as a little intermission here, if you literally have a supernatural power that allows you to experience the world in the way that no one else can, and yet you still are an uninspired mangaka, then perhaps the creative disciplines are not for you. Just saying. More likely though, is what's holding Satoru back is his lingering regret from his childhood that he hasn't fully been able to get over, something like a horrific chain of events that started with a girl from his class called Kaio being kidnapped and found dead later in his grade school years. Of course, being a mystery anime, at least in tag, the story isn't content on letting sleeping dead kids lie, and Satoru is in for a surprise when he comes home to find his mom dead, and what's more, his power activates, sending him back to his childhood, childhood to before Kaio's death, meaning that her kidnapping is somehow related to the murder in the present. It is through preventing the tragedy in the past that Satoru aims to correct the future and shed some light on as to what really happened 18 years in the past. Now, this is a mystery crime further sort of deal, so don't worry. I'm not going to talk about things as much as possible in terms of spoilers. But that is an area I do want to tackle first, and that is the mystery, or at least the nature of how it is run in this anime. What I want to go over from the start is that Erase is pretty much a passive watch. Not that this is necessarily a bad thing, but if you're going in wanting this to be a constantly, you know, leaving you sort of guessing and theorizing sort of show... Then you're going to be kind of disappointed if i were to describe its brand of mystery it would be the light it's a light mystery story that does not require a heavily active mind during its runtime this is evidenced by the aforementioned time travel element that is there for a dramatic sense over actually needing to be have a consistent set of rules that the viewer can follow it dials back to that previous spiel i gave about uh, gave a while back about how your name features time travel, while Steins Gate is very much about time travel itself, the latter being the harder of the two to write. Bringing it back, yes, there is a mystery here, but what makes it light is how the information is actually spoon-fed to the audience, and any semblances of a twist are pretty telegraphed to the viewer. See, one method of constructing a good mystery plot is presenting the answer to the viewer as early as possible, and still hiding it behind a curtain till the big reveal, resulting in that, oh shit, sort of moment, But you don't really get that here. What's there is the pretense of this being a smart show, with long expository monologues by the protagonist that will mention dates and, you know, dates, times and all these other details pointlessly in the same way that my introduction to this review was kind of making fun of. It's really easy to nitpick the sloppy elements of the plot here to the point that I'm not really going to for brevity's sake. but. Keep in mind that if I was going to, I would probably go into spoiler territory and I would also be going on for absolutely ages. There's a lot of things to pick at in terms of like, well, that's just not plausible. You know, there's, there's only a certain level that you can think of in terms of like, well, that's just a coincidence. That's just a coincidence in terms of like story conveniences and even possible plot holes here that it's, it's not really worth thinking about too much. A thinking person's anime, this is not, despite the impression it seems to give. Mystery is not a strong suit, and exists more to carry you from point A to point B, much like everything else here, really. So with all that established, it's a good story to just watch without thinking about it too much. In that regard, I'd say, yeah, it's fine, really. When you sit back to enjoy the ride, I'd struggle to call it a waste of time. The characters are simple, but not unlikable, really. And some of the moments with Kaio are heartwarming as they were no doubt formulated to be so. Therein lies where I'd say the main strengths of the series lie. I just used the word lie twice in the same sentence which was bad writing. There are little character moments and charm here and there no doubt re- reinforced by the decent voice work. But also from the overall above average level of production at play here. If there's one thing I'd struggle to call a erased it would be a bad looking show. Scenes can sometimes be directed to have more of a cinematic edge to them. The art style is clean, appealing, and distinct enough, and animations are fluent. I would have personally liked, though, for there to be more inspired visuals and more wow moments in terms of the animation, to make it truly something special and memorable, however. Uh, In conclusion, Erased is an anime to which your results, I'm guessing, will be varied based on the expectations you have going into it. It's a simple, simple story with some childish messages in here wearing the clothing of a more mature scene in suspense further on top of it, and depending on how that sounds to you, you may be able to estimate if it's one that's worth picking up or not. Maybe its themes of child abuse will hit home and give you something to latch onto. Or maybe points like the unrealistic level of intelligence and maturity demonstrated by grade schoolers will be too distracting for you. That I guess is the real mystery. While I expected this to be a roller coaster of anticipation and intensity, what I got was more akin to a drive through the countryside, and that's not all that bad. There's the occasional fun moments that come from a casual drive on a leisurely road trip, with some landmarks along the way. Overall, this hit right down the middle on my personal scale. It's not bad, with the exception of some points such as the way it concludes, which is way too corny even for me but nothing really special either, despite the glimpses of brilliance at the odd moments. So I'm going to give Erased a Netflix, although ironically I would recommend the anime over the Netflix original version, which apparently is actually more loyal to the manga than the anime, but I kind of still think the anime handled it better. So, yeah. There's that. A Netflix it is. Netflix it is for Erased for Bookmatch Erased. I actually called it
0: too because that was my... Uh, so I did the front page post and I was mm-hmm. like, I bet he's going to give it Netflix. And I left it as a Netflix.
1: How did you know? How, how, how Did you know anything about it? How did you know? Well, How'd I mean, guess? it
0: was previewed on uh, episode 471 Winter 2016 Previews Part 2 by Rio. And uh-huh. I was kind of thinking back to it and wondering... You know, given how she liked it and what her opinions are of it, I wondered, uh-huh. and, and, you know, then thinking about, like, what your opinions have been of things that she's kind of liked before, I've been like, eh, maybe he won't like it as much, but he won't give it a burn it, he'll give it a Netflix.
1: No. I very rarely give Burn It so yeah I guess that was a safe bet actually I bet if you looked at my averages I bet I give most things on Netflix to be fair so I guess that was a safe unless bet
0: unless it's cute girls doing cute things for no reason except for cute girls doing cute things
1: oh yeah then it's an instant download now
0: <laughs> especially when it's a girl <laughs> and it's your sister stomping on the ceiling with her foot making sure oh yeah. you bring her food to her so you can confess
1: that's a combination of the best and the worst <laughs> that's, a, that's a burn Burn Load now
0: what what if yes. instead of a sister it was the mother? Like what if the mother was a Hihikamori and like a neat and she like and the, the like the son was taking care of his mother who of course was super hot and she stayed in all the time though and was like online all the time, but she was like an artist and that's how she made money. And he still went to like school and stuff, but he also had like a side job to help take Terry over the bills. And she had to take care of her. But then, it like it started going down. Like, oh, you know, my mother. But I'm starting to have feelings for her. Would that be the same thing for you, or would it be like that's different because it's not the sister?
1: Uh, that's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> that's a loaded question. On when you, yeah, when let you me cock it, that like, shotgun. By comparison, <laughs> that's a that's a that's a very loaded one. Because like, if you if you took away from, <laughs> if, like, if you took away the romance. Me- the the romance element there you can have yourself a sort of decent family sort of drama there where like he's had to mature fast where like you know like I've seen those sort of stories where the mom's sort of like a good for nothing or runs away and stuff and it's up to the child whether it's a daughter or son to try and like pull things together so you have a fairly normal story there but and it could be and what if it was like the reason she's, she
0: went into, like, recluse is because, like, oh, she used to be so bubbly and happy, and we were such a great family, and then the father died, and then he, you know, like, ever since then, she's just locked herself in the room. Now I have to take care of her, but my mother is still, like, you know, and, like, I want to take care of her, but do I want to take care of her as just a son, or do I want to take care of her? Oh, no, th- going it's going that route now. I think
1: if it is the romance thing, I might see it as actually worse than the immortal thing. Personally. It's just. I don't know if this is a controversial <laughs> standpoint to have, but to me, I think it may be worse, actually. <laughs> but then again, it's hard. It's hard. It, I'm comparing well, two as long types as she doesn't shit, make you call so, her mama like, or smut. So I don't know.
0: <laughs> it's like, do you prefer your sister ex brother or do you prefer your mother ex? And you had to choose one Son. or the other, hmm. or you would
1: die. And it's like, well, <laughs> Fun choice. (laughs) Yes,
0: if you had to go to a deserted island with only one person, and it was either your really hot mom, or your really hot sister, or your really cute sister, which one would you pick?
1: Well, (laughs) again, if there was no romance aside, you know, then I think I guess in that case you'd still choose probably the sister in that case, because if it's a deserted island, and I'm thinking of this logically here, where you're less likely to get rescued um and you have like a whole lifetime that you basically have to just you're fucked you're on this desert island just gotta survive as long as you can the mom's probably gotta die first i guess because of age you know (laughs) so if you're talking about having company on a deserted island then i guess the sister then in that case but it's i really
0: i'd go with the mother because one i think she'd be a bit more mature so she may have Mm. some more experience for being like in that kind of situation where it's like, oh, you know, I've seen this kind of stuff on TV, or you know, she also could be like, you know, if, if we want to go a really dark path, the mother's going to have a bit more meat on her whoa, when she dies.
1: Oh God! Holy shit! Gonna go into
0: some forest territory here and oh, talk God. about how we're going to eat people.
1: I don't Pulse <laughs> brings you at all, really. You know, that's why that's why we get our listeners in here. Uh, we got, we got cannibalism,
0: we got wincess, we got it all here. You don't need to go anywhere else on the yeah. internet, just come to Anime Pulse. All those risque topics covered here like a fine wine.
1: And because she's more fully grown, it means she'll take bigger shits, which means you can fertilize more crops, no,
0: Oh boy, and now we're going yeah, into scat? That's even a topic no, I wouldn't side, touch, even with gloves. I was trying to like, <laughs> make it worse.
1: <laughs> I was just, yeah, I was, yeah.
0: Well, I think you done diddly did it. Yay! And with that <laughs> filthy topic, it? I think that wraps it up for another episode of see <laughs> mm.
2: uh, yes. if, if you stuck around this <laughs>
0: long, then congratulations! Uh, my hat's mm. off to you. Uh, you haven't quit on us yet.
1: <laughs> congratulations! Uh, I, I don't have anything to give. Yeah. Digital confetti.
0: Hopefully, you can erase this. Part of the podcast.
1: Oh, oh I see what you did there. Oh, yeah, I had to I come God. up
0: with something, you know, because I spent that oh, one pun earlier. So,
1: yeah, you did, you did. Before the show started, you you blew it early. So, like, okay, so you you re you reincorporated it, you know. It's Good reincorporation is sign of good writing. Yeah.
0: In any case, that does <sighs> it for yeah, this episode of M-Pulse Thank you for listening, for sticking around, and until next time, keep watching. Keep listening and keep the anime love strong.